Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We are Cavan Podcast, because Cavan's not just a place, it's a people. Very good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the McAvoy Super Value GA Podcast, brought to you by We Are Cavan. On today's show, we're going to be looking ahead to the weekend action as the Bank of Ireland Dr. McKenna Cup gets on the way for Cavan as they travel to Port Glenone in Antrim to take on uh, the Saffron County and managed by Mead manager or former Mead manager Andy McEntee um, to look ahead to the action. Glad to be joined by the sports editor of the anglo Cell, Paul Fitzpatrick. We'll also look back on the Division 2 on the 20 final between Knockride and Crushalaw which took place on the 2nd of January. A hell of a, an exciting game to start off one season and finish off the last one as well. But... Um, Paul, are you excited about heading up north? I really am. I'm looking forward to getting stuck back into it now. Um, we talked about it over in the Die Hards podcast the last day, how really Cavan's entire season came down to one game last year because Cavan only played one team in the top two divisions in the entire year. And that was in a long year where we had eight league games. We had two Ulster Championship games and four Tadsham Cup games. And we only played one team in the top two divisions. Who has, do we, How many teams do we play actually in the top three divisions? We played a poor enough Fermanagh and a poor enough down, and then we played Westmead. Mm. So, really and truly, uh, Antrim. 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 Division. Do you think they were relegated maybe from Division Three? Oh yeah, you're right actually. But really and truly, we were, we were kind of evaluating Cavan's entire season on one game, which was only goal game, and we still can't even decide did Cavan play well or did we come out of that? Was that a positive or a negative? We did play well, but yet we still lost the game by a few points with a couple of mistakes. So. It's so hard to put a finger on where Cavan are at. It's it kind of always is with Cavan, but at the moment it's particularly hard to evaluate where we're at. So I'm looking forward to seeing Cavan, and we're going to know no more on Sunday. Will we lose by ten or win by ten? We're going to know no more. But the wider sample of games we get, we might be able to get a handle on things. Well, at least we can come away from Sunday and say, okay, well, there's an idea, there's a player, there's a position, there's a possibility. You know that that we may find out something from it, and I suppose that's what we're looking for because. The split season has created the scenario now that it's so long since we've seen any Kingspan jerseys been worn out. You know, it 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 feels like another world. Like when we were doing the wackies over on on the the diehard service, we'd nearly forgotten about county football mm. until we actually sat down and went, "Oh God, yeah, remember that thing at the start of last year that that was county football." It it feels like another lifetime ago that that since we've seen county football. So the hunger's there, the appetite's there to go and see this. Yeah, although. Since we've seen any county football, not I suppose since we've seen Cavan. Oh yeah, any county football. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. as as Martin Cahill said at the convention, Cavan Cavan season's finished two weeks before Kerry and Gaul was finished. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's 189 days or 187 days. I think I I had counted up for the paper this week since Cavan played. July the 9th was the last game. Like this goes back to my point about the split season. How good it is. <laughs> Eamon McGee said on Twitter that the split season has done the impossible. It has saved the McKenna Cup, and I was like. Pardon my French. I was like, "Would you f off? Come on, like, 
Like at, at that stage, I thought there was a game or two played. There actually wasn't even a game played, mm. and there's always been good interest in the in the McKenna Cup in recent years. But there's nothing the split season won't take credit for. Like Cavan were out on on the ninth of July. Yeah, that'd be quite common. The Cavan would be out of the championship in in early to mid July in recent years. Anyway, like to be, yeah, to be true realistic. Enough. So it's kind of it's a long gap, but it's something like what we're used to. We're, mm. out, we're out now on the eighth of January, which is is it the eighth. Ninth is it Sunday? Sunday, yeah. It's the eighth, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So six, yeah. That's Maybe about six, that's about right too, I suppose. That sometimes you might be out a little bit yeah, earlier than that. Yeah, yeah. I do remember having me out one time on the thirtieth of December. That's right. Yeah, but uh, like yeah, yeah. I, I I think it's the fact that the all intercounty games. It's been so long since mm. you've seen. You know. It's maybe the TV coverage that it does feel like a very very long time ago. Whereas we we haven't. Yeah, it, it's more about the overall. That I think there is a, a an anticipation around it, and then there's I think there's an anticipation around Cavan because I make it that there's fourteen new players on the Cavan panel this year, and that wouldn't include you know some of the lads who were brought in from the under twenties for the Talchin Cup. Mm. Um, so fourteen new players on top of those four, five, or six. Yeah, for the Tasha. So you've you know about twenty odd lads that weren't there this time last year. Something around that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a fair chunk. It is. It is. It's a lot. Now, it is quite a big panel at the minute. Yeah. I think. I think with all of those, you're you're up in the high forties yeah. of a, of a number. So there will be cuts, I'd imagine, in the next few weeks as the McKenna Cup gets going. But it's Benjamin uh, Kelly's another player I heard has opted out of the panel. Mm, yeah, thought we brought that. Oh, I remember we had Christmas. that one. Sorry, yeah. Definitely, Someone yeah. else was saying that to me recently. Yeah. So, so like, it, I I think it's the anticipation of. You know how are these new players going to bed in, or how many of them are going to be able to bed in? Like, I I was making the point earlier on that I think the the McKenna Cup for me it's it's the uh, it's the argument ender because you'll come out of a lot of club championship games and somebody will go Paul Fitzpatrick, look at him playing at that game out there. He should be on the county panel, and when he, when they get into the county panel, then and they're in the McKenna Cup. The Alito goes for them and I told you so and the argument's over or it doesn't go for them and somebody else says I told you he wasn't good enough and the argument's over. So it can be the argument ender mm. for a lot of, an awful lot of players because I wonder how many players have played for Cavan in the McKenna Cup but that's been it. I'd say it's a, it's a big, big number. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Like, Lachlan, Egan and Arthur Sullivan would be the, the fellas to ask and Mark mm. O'Rourke they have their records kept um, but I can definitely think of a few names of players who got one run or whatever. Like Cormac Daly was a player a few years ago who started the year playing McKenna Cup and at the end of the year he played in a reserve final. That's right. He wasn't on the first 12 or whatever for Casaran. So, yeah. Uh, it, it can happen. Like the McKenna Cup is a bit of a twilight zone. You don't really know where, where you're at with the McKenna Cup. And definitely there have been players like that. Um, I remember Paul O'Connor absolutely tearing up a McKenna Cup game at the time that in Breffney. In Breffney, he was definitely, definitely going to get a hat trick because he had got two goals in the first probably thirteen or fourteen minutes, and every time he got the ball, he looked like he was going to get a goal, and then he went off on a black card after twenty That's minutes. Right. That's right. It was Midlina was over the team with yeah. that stage, wasn't it? And he looked like you were thinking, Jesus, this it's this, hitting now. Yeah, Paul O'Connor's delivering here, like, and yeah. he looked brilliant. But uh, yeah, look, McKenna Cup, it's just it is unique. In in uh, Gaelic games, in that it's county football, but as you know, it, you know, like what, like the bells and whistles are all there, all the backroom boys are there, and it all looks like county football, and now the cameras are there and everything else. Yeah, but yet, is it really county football? It's probably a halfway house between club football and county football. Yeah, 
Yeah. It's probably even lower than in intensity and stuff like that than a senior than the business end of a senior championship. I think it has to be. No, no, don't think so. I still think the team McAvan would put out on Sunday, regardless of who they're missing, and we'll get through some of that. Would would beat any senior team in Calvin. Do you think so? I think so. I think so. I think like senior teams in Calvin, for that level, there there are some weak links there, and mm. I don't think when you pick the best of what is out there and available, it's it's stronger, and it's not. We're not at a point where our senior champions are extremely strong, like Calvin Gales were when yeah. when they could possibly beat a Calvin team. But I don't think we're at that level. Let you take Garna like. I, I would imagine that there's at least at least 10 or 11 of the Garner team could comfortably play a McKenna Cup. You, you could be right. You but could be right. Are, are there 10, 11, 10 or 11 of the Cavan team that's going to be out Sunday that can comfortably play a McKenna Cup? Possibly not. I think, just because they're, play, they're playing I doesn't mean they're, they're, they're good chance. enough to play. Yeah, there is. There is. Yeah. No, like, we'll have, to see, the, we'll have to see the team. Yeah, they're playing it. There will be some uh, losses as as a you know, I understand Grode McKiernan is out injured, which is such a rarity. Yeah, you know, considering what is he going into now? One hundred and six. He's in the hundred and thirties. Is he hundred and thirties? Oh yeah. my god, yeah. crazy! So he's uh, for him to miss a game is is going to be a rarity. Um, that is a real rarity. Cause I, if you look back over the years, he's always been present and and. Available for, for selection in the yeah. Mechanic Cup. I often thought actually it's a wonder they didn't rest grow it in the Mechanic Cup. But I'd say he just wants to play. Yeah. But he was he has played so many Mechanic Cup games over the years. Is mad. Yeah, yeah. I I, I think uh, Paddy Lynch unfortunately I think will be out injured as well, and James Smith um, are three that I, I think are all out injured. So you're talking about three guaranteed big player starters. Um, Killian the Gunner. I think I'm right in saying is away. He's, he's in a, Nashville. He's in Nashville. Yeah. He's got a Stetson on. <laughs> he's got the, 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 the leather boots because I lent them to him. <laughs> <laughs> he's over listening to Garbrooks. Um, yeah, no, so again, you're, you are going to be down quite a few. I wonder, is Kieran Brady back? Um, no, he's not back. No. He, he had another minor minor yeah. uh, job done on his knee. And it won't be too far. Like, none of these are long-term injuries, but they're... The McKenna Cup's going to come too quick for mm. them, or definitely Sunday is. Anyway. Imagine Ushin Kieran maybe is going to be available. They sent him up to the press night. Maybe Ushin is he going to be captain for the year, or, or is captaincy changing? I haven't heard. I wonder. I just wonder why he, he went to the press night. Maybe he was just the most available, experienced man they had. And he was only he was in his downtime, so he, Castle Rotten were only out a week at that stage. So he was in the the downtime ah, coming okay. off club so that's okay. what he was sent up to ah, that fair enough. but yeah I'd imagine Ushin will will be fit for the weekend as well so you should have some a fair bit of experience but there is a lot of injuries no small little niggly injuries but there's a lot in the panel at the minute so that's why they have to keep such big numbers I, I, I'd imagine so um, we're what, bound to what see, new faces are you looking forward to seeing? for me I, I'm looking forward to Tierney Madden yeah, I I I think he's coming off the back of a great championship, great club championship, and uh, I'm look I'm really looking forward to seeing him. I think he he could make an impact. I'm looking forward to seeing you know Niall Carlin as he pushed on. Um, I'm not sure if Keen Riley uh, he won't be available as of yet, but again, I think these it's a very important year for Keen Riley. He's he's quite a few years around the county senior squad now at this stage, but he um, he he's. He probably needs a, a solid, consistent year now. Um, I hope he doesn't start getting injuries because I actually picked him out in my uh, thing in the Celt Young Sports Star to watch. He was my 
my player for this year. Um, okay. So I hope that now it's a crucial stage of his career. I hope he's not injury prone. I know he's tough. He's not injury prone. He's, I, I think he, he's had an unlucky run in the last while, but I don't think he, like, throughout on the rage, there wasn't really an injury history with him. Yeah. He's just been a bit unlucky in the last couple of years, maybe. But I I, I, I see him as a, a Killian the Gunner style that, unless it's very, very serious, he's all right to play. Mm. You know, he, 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 will, he will play through a lot. See, being injured... To a certain degree, I think being injured is a habit. I know people are going to listen to this and go, that's just backward backward talk and you've, you've absolutely no medical expertise. I can't expertise. believe you've opened this box. <laughs> no, but I, I honestly do think that. I'm not saying Keen Riley, just because we're talking about players being injured. I think lads get into a habit of being injured and maybe being told they're injured by, by S&C, um, highly rated S&C men and stuff like that. <laughs> and next thing you know, your, your kind of default setting is, is I'm injured, I'm injured, I'm injured. And then sometimes you see lads and they reach their mid-twenties and they, the penny drops and they stop being injured because they're looking over their shoulder going, geez, where did where those four years go? Mm-hmm. And so you know, I'm not saying lads have got to go out and play injured, but sometimes you're not always going to be able to go out and be at 98, 99 or 100%. Yeah. Yeah, there is, there's, there's probably part of that too, but I don't think, I think it's, a lot of it can be down to players spend so much time in the physical preparation that if it doesn't feel a hundred percent, it feels injured, and and it's just the maturity of of learning that. I think that that can, that can take some time, um, and then in others it, it takes no time because they'll they'll play on through anyway. So, it's um it's it's finding that balance. Um, who are you looking forward to see? Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing other than Connor Smith. I I think he's injured. I, I think, can, I I think it, don't just throw that out there. Like. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's saying. Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you, you've got six months to live. Yeah. Don't just don't just throw out Connor Smith's injured. Like break that to me gently. Obviously, I'm looking forward to seeing Connor Smith. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing um, Johnny McCabe. Yeah, like it's a big step up from junior football to to senior into county football. But he's not a junior footballer, and he probably has only played one year of his whole career in junior ranks. Or sorry, Two. since since they got out of it way back, yeah. he played a lot of years in intermediate, and he's played in Australia. He played underage with the county, and he's a, he's a class footballer. I'm looking forward to seeing him. Uh, Tierna Madden, the other that you mentioned, Niall Carlin as well. And you know what? I think that I think what Cavan really need now is for about four players to emerge and get into that team. Like we talked about this on the Die Hard podcast the other day. You look at that Cavan team that played last year against against Donegal. Like it was, it was kind of, it was kind of mad, really how experienced that team was and how few rookies there were on it. Like, Paddy Lynch was the only one that was was really coming in for his first championship. Mm. Now, he had been there the year before, but it was a one-game championship. He, did, he had played in the league. He didn't get on against Tyrone in the championship. COVID year was a funny kind of year, anyway. Yeah. But he was coming in. Other than that, like, like I was looking at the, the preview that I wrote for the Antrim game last year. Sure, was mad. Like, like you'd fellas there who were who are on 80 caps and they were doffing the cap to other players who are more, way more experienced than them. Yeah. Like, it was insane. So I think what Cavan really need is to get the best out of that that bunch of lads who are hovering around the century of caps and in a lot of cases over it. To reinvigorate them, Cavan need about four to five young lads to come in. And I think last year's under 20 was the perfect uh, production line for them. So I'd love to see the likes of Keane Riley, Niall Carlin, possibly Brian O'Rourke, um, Tiernan Madden, a couple of those, a couple more of those lads, Daryl Lovett, to come in into the Cavan senior team. 
within the next year. Well, Darrell Love, can he play senior this year? He can. Can he? Yes, yeah, he yeah. can. Yeah. I'd like to see lads like that come into the team now and and energise things. And then we could have another 97 on our hands because ha- you would have a similar profile. The difference would be in that these lads have an Ulster medal already. Mm. But I can't see that bunch that's there actually climbing the mountain again without a new wave of energy to come to a system because it's going to be very difficult for that bunch to keep doing it all themselves like yeah they need help yeah they, they need definitely help, need like. help yeah no I'd, I'd agree with you I I, I rarely uh, I rarely, rarely like to quote Mickey Mickey Brennan but um, Mickey always says that you know if you have an old dog the best way to put new life into it is, is put in a puppy cider and that I, I think a team like that needs that you know, the, you you need that little bit of energy. You need that little bit of flair, um, just a little bit of abandonment, maybe, and that then tells the older boys about. Well, see, there's there's the flair, there's the creativity, there's the 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 spark. Oh God, yeah, I remember when I used to do that, and all of a sudden it can it can have a balance on it. Mm. So it is. Don't get me wrong. This time last year, or well, not this time last year, but coming into that Donegal game, we were saying, look at the experience. How positive is this? This is huge. And it was. It just, it might have needed one or two more, um, even even two more kind of rookies. Yeah. But rookies that have, and we still haven't seen it too often in Cavan, rookies that have a, a brilliant, a burst out of, wow, where did he come from? Like, Paddy Lynch's season last year was that. I can't remember another one that 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 has had that in a long time. It's been it's been quite a while since we've had that. That has lasted right into the championship. Just take it back. In fairness, we've had some disrupted seasons there with the pandemic. Yeah. Like Luke Fortune had a really good year in twenty twenty. A really good cha- well, I say a really good year. Twenty twenty was so weird. The way it was like the league was held up for six months or whatever. Mm. But like he had a brilliant Ulster championship. A really yeah. brilliant Ulster championship over the four games. Um, but obviously Luke has gone off it now um, and actually that's one for you Damien that was been sent in by a couple of listeners they're looking to see would you do an interview or one of us do an interview with Luke so I might leave that one to you yeah give him, give him a call see if he'd be willing to come in and have a chat we'll have to get get Niall and, and, and Chris in as well to, to have a chat with them but um, yeah, yeah I, I, it's a good question who was the last one that came in that was that was like even Luke that wasn't his breakout no because he had played do you remember he'd come on against Kerry I remember in a that must have been 2019, maybe, in a league game. So he was there a while, like, 2018, 20, maybe. Mid, no, sorry, it, 2019. You're yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. It was 2019. It was Mickey Graham's first year. He came on in the league against Kerry. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, he like, he had been in the mix a while. Yeah, so, so yeah, you're right that there haven't been that many, and we do need that. But, like, mm. the good news is that there are there are talented young players there, like, and... Yeah, you know, it's not that thing that you're looking there and going, Jesus, where are we going to get a player? Like there are players there that would have the potential to, to do what I feel. Yeah, they just they they probably need that confidence to to step up into it and 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 it it, it hopefully will come. And in fairness hope. to Graham, like he, he can't be accused of not giving you the chance. Because he's unlucky that Sean McAvoy went to play soccer because he had blooded him and yeah. he was a player that was going to do the business for Cavan, no doubt. Kevin McGovern, how unlucky. Poor health. Yeah. And he's back on the panel now, yeah. so hopefully he'll 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 grab that with both hands. Um, he did blood Key and Riley like and started them in the championship mm. back then, which was which was a big a big step. Ocean Brady, Ocean Brady's another. He started like he was still yeah. a teenager, so he definitely has done that. So I think it was the year before last I picked out Ocean Brady in that in that thing. We do that this time of year, young mm. sports star to watch. So like 
he has yet to do it really at senior level for Cavan. So this is a big year for him as well because he's full of ability. Like you know, great athlete, strong yeah. as anything, can take freeze, he can beat a man. He's good in the air. Like, he yeah. seems to have it all, but he has to put it all together too. That's it. That's it. Still only. 21 years of age so he has time but again has the potential to have that 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 absolute torn in head season you know mm. where people are, are, are asking who is that Ocean Brady lad coming out from it but another couple of players before we, we move on um, Darren McVitie where are we going to play him? Oh, imagine if we could afford to play him and Lynch in the full forward line like that's my, that's my dream like I've been I don't know where you're going to put Connor. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I we're, know. We're playing he's, a new he's in bed with you. <laughs> <laughs> we're playing a five-man full forward line here. Um, yeah. I, I so think you're, you're going to move James back out to the middle of the field and let Dara and, and Paddy go inside. I, I like I like James Smith in there as well. Mm. I do like him in there. He's a goal threat. He's a major disruptive presence, and he he can be a little bit headless around the middle of the field. He doesn't always take good decisions. He's such he's such a uh, an athlete is unbelievable, like, and there's a great energy and cut to him, like. So, you do like to see him involved in the player or in the mm. middle toward, but sometimes he doesn't make make the greatest decisions. Um, I just think that, I think McVitie is an unbelievable inside forward. He's a ball winner. He's tough. Um, he's selfish. He's fast. He's fast, and as he says selfish in the sense of a compliment. Mm. He's very very fast. He won't be bullied by any defender, and he won't be—he won't be cowed out of it. Mm. I, w- I, I would say perfect, perfect sort of mask to give Paddy Lynch a little bit more freedom, because you know, even even if they put their the opposition puts their best man marker on the Paddy Lynch, Dara's that busy and active on that inside line. Like think back to that league final against Roscommon that we were talking about earlier on. It was just non-stop running. I. I don't remember was anybody else playing inside of him that day. I, I all I can remember is him moving. So if he's at that the whole time, even if the best man marks on Paddy Lynch, I still fancy Paddy to get the better of that battle because every other defender is going to be thinking, okay, well, where's McVitie now? So I I like the idea of him in there. Mm. So do I because I I think that as 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 class as he is out out the field, you could possibly replicate him or get a player. Oh, that could do similar to what he can do. If you mm. like, now, it wouldn't be easy, but you could do that. I don't think we have too many can do what he can do inside, and he's proven he can do it at county level as well. Which other good players at club level that have been hanging around the county haven't really proven they can go to that county level close to goal. There's an important factor, though, for the two of them being in there is the supply. Mm. There has to be some kickers. We have to get some kickers out around that middle toward of the field that are get the head up early and deliver the ball before the opposition get a mass defence set up. So, mm. um, you well, know, see, the pity is that Conor Mina is the best kicker of the ball we have, but he's the worst defender we have. I don't see him as a, as a good defender, mm. man on man, when, when he's run at, which means that you have to kind of build a system around him to allow him to deliver that ball. And well, it, we've it, been I, doing that for quite a few years. Like you know, that last year I thought our build-up was far too slow at times. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I would agree. I didn't think there was enough speed to the attack. We weren't getting the ball to the scoring zone fast enough yeah. last year at all. Um, and I think I, one of the key players, we've seen a few glimpses of what he can do and the fact that he's a club mate. Stephen Smith is a good deliverer of a pass. If you could get him into that half-forward line, that could be the... The, the key to it because yeah. you have a lot of strong direct runners that, that carry the ball Jim Smith carries the ball and Holla carries the ball and Grode carries the ball but we need to balance that with a couple of kickers and I think Stephen Smith fits the bill on one of them 
Oh yeah, if both feet. He can deliver a perfectly mm-hmm. way to pass. He put the perfect speed on it, and he can do it accurately off both feet. Like Stephen, Stephen does his best work when he just does what comes natural and doesn't overthink it. Mm. If you, he, if he gets the ball, Torrance looks up and gives it. That's when he's at his best. Yeah. But when, when, when he has time to to sort of outthink himself, like a lot of players, you know, that's when you you might doubts might start to kick in, or, or you have too many options, you have too much time on it. When Stephen does it fast and like. Not too, many, not too many can execute as quick as he can. His instincts are good. Yeah, They're he's well, well coached, like, and he's he is a very smart player. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, right. Looking forward to this. So we'll uh, we'll have reaction uh, from that game on next week's podcast. So don't forget to tune in to our diehard service over on Patreon.com forward slash We Are Cavan. Brady's Arva Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Um, before we go, quickly look back over Crush Laws Under 20 Division 2 League Final or Championship Final success over Knockbride um, up in Virginia. You landed in at half time, stayed for the second half, and uh, left before all the drama really kicked off. I left at half time and extra time. <laughs> Bad time to leave. But I really enjoyed it when I was there. Yeah, wasn't it a good game? Yeah. Considering time of year, the fact like the 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 drama was high end the whole way through pretty much because both sides were going hell for leather at it. It looked like Crusoe were the better side, I thought, in the first half and, and early into the second and then McBride clawed the way back into it. A couple of really good goals. I thought Lurkin Riley's influence on the two goals. I think he turned provider for both uh, Liam Fay and Niall O'Reilly's goals um, and then obviously at the end of extra time you had missed this one but for Crush Law to give away a free on the 20 metre line and him to ping it drill it to the top corner granted it hit an arm and went in but it was going in if the arm wasn't there to hit and he hit it with enough power accuracy and uh, and direction that it was always going to head that dire- into the goal but uh, Oren Rehill's point to equalise like, that was a thing of beauty wasn't it? It was, and like we were saying on the Diehards podcast the other day, it was a good foul by by uh, not Bright. Yeah, it was crushed our steaming through the centre, fifty metres out. The foul allowed them to buy some time to regroup, but nobody Get picked back up Rehill. The ball. <laughs> yeah, nobody picked up Rehill. They all retreated back, and the the one danger man they really had to watch. They were they were doing just that watching him, but they weren't getting close to him. And uh, he short free to Rehill, and he backed himself, and it was more or less the last kick of normal time, and he fires mm-hmm. over. Uh, this monster point from 45 metres to force extra time so in the time I was there I was really impressed with, with Oren Rehill and I was really impressed with Lorcan Riley uh, I thought Lorcan Riley looked exceptionally good um, mm. Liam Fay I think was was hampered by an injury but he he I've seen him those times I know how good he is yeah even with injury he still got one one or one two that yeah, he chose yeah. Lorcan Riley's pass for one of the goals yeah. there was perfectly weighted it was, it was beautiful yeah, after it was the one after winning the kick out, wasn't it? 
Yeah, and I thought the game was well refed by Maggie Farley too when I was there. Ferris, mm. we get the new year off and a good note, uh, praise and referees. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Penalties again. We we we've all had debates over this. Obviously, Crusoe win at four two, um, two one saved penalty and one missed penalty. I think it was by not Bride, but um, where where are you sitting on the debate? Should we be with penalties or where where should we be finished off? If if there is games who that have to be finished on the day, I know there, there's people saying, oh no, just go to another replay. They can't always be a replay. There has to be a finish on the day element. How do you do it? If or or is penalties the right way to do it? I don't think penalties should ever be used in a final. I, I keep think replaying. I would in a final. I keep replaying. Like there's one time ever that a, that we had a four match series and like there was literally books written about it like it's extremely rare the odd time I can remember once or a few times there's been a three game series so you you get the odd one I can remember a few in Cavan and Kildare Mead in in 97 as well but generally it'll be settling too you might need extra time the second day or whatever but in a final I don't think penalties should be used because it's too harsh on a team to lose a final that way if you lose in an earlier round okay you might have put in the same effort and, and all the rest of it but at least you weren't that close to winning yeah, you, had you couldn't see the cup. You couldn't actually. You didn't literally have your ribbon on it. So that's what. Yeah, I don't like it. But then there's so many things I don't like. We could be here all day. <laughs> what do you do instead of penalties? I, I try something else. Like, I, what about um, co- putting it down to eleven aside or something, and and saying we're going to play ten minutes at eleven aside. You're going to get a rake of scores there, like. Now the other things maybe maybe that's a, that's, that's a player welfare thing and you're <laughs> running lads into the ground. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't like penalties. I think it's very arbitrary and it, it creates a villain in a big way. Like it 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 nearly it nearly punishes a mistake as much as it rewards a a, a skill well executed to penalties. So mm. I I think I think the penalties are very harsh. I uh, and I was saying this at the at the game. I just love the idea of sudden death. Ball is thrown up. Whoever wins it, they're on the attack. You know, it, it, it may lead to uh, 15 players getting behind the ball and, and it being arbitrary for a certain period. But you're that tired, there's going to be a gap. Somebody's going to find a gap and there's going to be an opportunity. And every shot is going to be like, oh, is this is, I think there'll be excitement to it. What about, what about if you said, okay, this could probably never happen if you had to rewrite the rules of the game. But if you said, for Gaelic football sudden death is, the ball is thrown up. When the ball goes dead, it's thrown up again. So you just go for the shoot. You don't need to worry that oh we're going, um, we might drop it short. We might get caught in the counter, or whatever. Just you go down, and you attack, and you shoot, and then it goes back to it's thrown up again. Yeah, it could be, but then a kick out these days can be as fifty fifty as a, as as an opposition or as a, as a throw in. So yeah, you know you, again it would come down to the bravest. I think I think it and it's an opportunity for people to step up. And if you miss it. If you miss the shot, it's not the absolute end of the world, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm after putting a good three seconds of thought into that idea, like, so. Yeah, well, it's, it's, <laughs> we'll send it off the crow flag. So, yeah. <laughs> Folks, thanks very much for listening to the McAvoy Super Value GEA podcast. Best of luck to Cavan at the weekend as they get their 2023 season on their way. Throw-in is at 1.30pm in Portland. Own. There is live commentary, full live commentary on Shannon Side Northern Sound Radio with Mickey Brennan. Um, and, of course, we'll have all the reaction on the way our Calvin podcast next week. Yes, it was great. Yes, it was great. Yes, it was great stuff. And Larry has put it over the bar. It was hard, fast football after that. You're in Calvin, yeah. Was there a feeling that that might have been a chance for Calvin to get come back into the big time? And then McCabe, and it's over the lap. And Calvin are not 
buried yet. Have them doing all they could to hold their lead. To Derek McDonald, what a goal! Oh, yes! And over the bar, Vincent Cahill. What a day he is having. Oh, this is brilliant by Calvin. Dandy-legged farmers walking the roads near Virginia. Hooray, yeah!